Welcome back to Album Archaeology. Back in our first episode, we spoke in broad terms about Eden, as I first gave an overview of his career leading up to Vertigo, and then gave my general interpretations of the two EPs released previously under the Eden alias, I Think You Think Too Much of Me, and End Credits. After that, we checked out the opening song on Vertigo, Wrong, and studied the way in which it was the heart of the album, connecting to each and every song that makes up this body of work. Wrong came to a close with two final lines that simultaneously represented the final song, Falling in Reverse, and the album as a whole. As the kaleidoscope of harmonious voices came to a singular point of focus, the song abruptly stopped and we were re-centered, prepared to set out on the journey before us. All of this leads to the subject of today's analysis, Take Care, where the true story of Vertigo will begin to unravel as we step into the album's first act and witness the tensions that will lead Eden to declare, but I could be more. Let's dig in. The beginning of Take Care is our first formal introduction to the musical landscape that we will be hearing throughout Vertigo, due to the fact that the opening song, Wrong, was a cappella. In stark contrast to the free-flowing melody of Wrong, Take Care reels the listener in to the smaller scope of the song with notes that are rapidly played in its opening moments. It's like if a movie were to cut from sweeping views of a landscape to quick-cut, close-up shots, which establish a far more intimate setting than the wide shots ever could. Following this contrast, we hear electronic patches that glitch in and out of the listener's ear. When the first verse enters, we are introduced to the sound of a guitar, and even later, the sound of strings. All of these textures, introduced throughout the first 30 seconds of Take Care, set the stage for the musical components that we will be hearing throughout Vertigo, a collage of natural and artificial sounds that culminate to create a rich tapestry. Reflecting the rapid notes of the first few seconds, Eden begins by sharing lyrics that are likewise personal and immediate. Yeah. How could you be so careless? I sweat this, I swear. I think I'm losing my voice. I took no time to take care. I smashed my phone, but honestly, I feel relieved. You can't read. Like the proper beginning to any story, Take Care serves the purpose of introducing us to the world, characters, and struggles that we are stepping into. The unraveling of the narrative begins with the line, How could you be so careless? which sounds as though it is directed towards another individual. However, it may be directed towards Eden himself. Recall the way in which the pronouns of wrong previously obscured the intent of its lyrics, as Eden said we, but was more likely referring to himself, as his other vocal lines entered the song at the same moment. If we consider the fact that these words in Take Care may be self-directed, then these lines illustrate Eden staring at himself in the mirror, scorning his own reflection for his carelessness. This interpretation was confirmed by Eden in an interview with Atwood magazine, where he said, quote, those lines are not about the other person. They're about me. I've actually had this feeling a lot in my life, in the last year and a half, 
that I've tried way too hard for this shit to be happening to me when things go wrong. End quote. Of note from this passage is the statement, those lines are not about the other person, which is our first indication that the song will include another individual's presence. Now, while I could beat around the bush here until it's revealed who this person is, I'll give the minor spoiler that I believe this person is the other half of Eden's romantic relationship, a fact that will become more obvious as the song progresses. With this established, let's turn to the next lyrics. I sweat this, I swear I think I'm losing my voice, I took no time to take care. This line begins to elaborate upon Eden's carelessness by mentioning the loss of his voice, which often results from shouting, which could suggest that a heated argument recently took place. The argument angle is then confirmed by the subsequent lyrics, I smashed my phone, but honestly, I feel relieved you can't reach me. This line fills the picture being painted with new colors, as the destruction of his phone means that this girl can't reach him anymore, a fact that places physical distance between the two. To conclude the verse, Eden claims that because his phone is destroyed, he can exhale on his own, which gives us the first clue as to what these two were arguing about. Their relationship is making him feel trapped. Suffocated. What were you thinking that night? Was a dream. At the top of your lungs, I've heard you scream in your sleep. And I know you don't mean a thing. Just get lost in translation. So, how much is enough gonna say? The chorus begins with the line What were you thinking? That night was a dream introducing a metaphor that is critical to understanding the rest of the song. Here, Eden equates the night these two were arguing with a dream, which gives the impression that the night in question felt hazy in its aftermath, like a dream does when one wakes up. He then asks what this girl was thinking that could prompt her to scream in her sleep, though given the metaphor of a dreamlike state, this can be understood as Eden wondering what made her say the things that she did during their argument. This is then built upon by the line, I know you don't mean a thing, I just get lost in translation, which we can understand as being synonymous with the phrase, we both said things we didn't mean. When a word or phrase is lost in translation, it means that its full significance went missing after it was translated into a different language. While this is the primary reading, the phrase lost in translation could be serving an additional purpose, as Eden may be referencing a film of the same name. The movie Lost in Translation stars Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson, as two Americans who are both staying at a hotel in Japan. Both feel unsatisfied with their own marriages and are becoming increasingly disillusioned with their lives. While in Japan, the two connect over their shared distress, forming a bond that must be broken as they go their separate ways. Before you say this sounds like a stretch, I'd like to say that Eden has claimed that this movie is one of his favorites in interviews, and he even sampled an excerpt of it in the song Rock and Roll from I Think You Think Too Much of Me. For reasons that will become increasingly obvious as the song progresses, I believe that Eden may be identifying with Bill Murray's character of Bob Harris specifically. Harris is a former movie star who came to Tokyo to do whiskey commercials making a living doing so, but not getting the satisfaction from his career that he once did. This is when he meets Scarlett Johansson's Charlotte, a similarly stuck girl just out of college who makes him feel young again. At the moment, the most clear connection between the movie and song 
is that Harris spends much of the movie speaking to his wife through fax and the phone, all the while becoming increasingly disillusioned by his domestic life. Thus, I believe that the reference to this film establishes the growing disillusionment that Eden has with his relationship, as it is leading him to feel unfulfilled with his passion. Who or what Eden's passion is, is not yet clear. However, the extent of his disillusionment is. In the final line of Take Care's chorus, Eden asks, So how much is enough going to take? With this line, he poses a question that is central to this song. How much of the fighting between him and this girl will be endured? before one of them ends their relationship, before one of them says, enough. In the chorus, the past tense was used, providing a reflective quality to the subject matter dealt with. In the post-chorus we just heard, however, the present tense was used, placing us in the midst of the argument that has only been reflected upon so far. This is supported by the fact that Eden says he broke down and called this person, something that contradicts the previous verse, where we heard that he smashed his phone and was happy that this broke off their only means of communication. Also of note in this passage is the light distortion that is introduced to the vocals, which gives Eden's voice a blaring quality. The distortion makes it sound like Eden is shouting, something that is relevant because as we know from the first verse, this would eventually lead for him to lose his voice. This distortion also sounds to me like a voice coming through a phone, and both of these interpretations, used on their own or in combination, place this passage during the night that was previously described as a dream. The post-chorus continues with Eden saying that he has a lover, which can be interpreted as a real person that he is having an affair with. With this line, the parallels between Bob Harris and Lost in Translation and Eden become apparent once again, as Bob found someone who reignited the fire that his discontentment had snuffed out. While the lover Eden refers to here could be read as a real person, there is no further mention of a different love interest throughout the rest of the album. Instead, I think a more likely interpretation is that this lover is a personification of the dreams that Eden wishes to pursue. Recall that during our last episode discussing Wrong, I claimed that the first act of Vertigo takes place in 2015. During this time, Eden dropped out of college, going all in on music, and released the end credits EP that August. His career took off with that EP, reaching heights that he had only dreamt of previously. If we were to bring this real-world information into Take Care, we could read Eden's lover as his career. Like Bob Harris's Charlotte, Eden has found something that reignites his passion. Thinking about the song through this lens, some of the lines that we have heard so far make more sense. For instance, this explains why Eden drew special attention to the loss of his voice, deeming his shouting careless which makes a lot more sense if you were trying to be an established musician. This reading of The Lover can also provide further insight into why these two are arguing in the first place. Given the earlier line about feeling suffocated, it seems that Eden's partner does not want him to go all in on pursuing his career, pursuing his new lover. This lover may also be the reason for the distance between the two that we heard earlier, as Eden is currently elsewhere trying to make his dream become a reality. The strain that this decision put on his relationship is the reason that these two were arguing, but we can empathize with Eden feeling like he needs to pursue his passion, even if this drive comes into conflict with his relationship. It was here in my analysis that I was reminded of another song that has a storyline which seems to be consistent with Take Care. Having noticed this connection, I began to dig further, and I found more and more similarities between the two songs. This connection solidifies the interpretation of Eden's lover being his career, and by analyzing this other song, 
we will perhaps receive further insight into how this story will unfold. Back, I almost thought I heard you say, stay, you're not gonna leave me. This place is right where you need to be. And why your words gotta mean so much to them. And they mean nothing to me. What you just heard was part of the chorus of Wake Up the climax of the end credits EP. As we discussed back in our first episode, this EP is primarily about a relationship that is unsustainable. After an idealistic beginning, the bond between the two sours, and the tensions between them loom larger and larger. This builds to the climax of the project, Wake Up, where Eden has decided to leave to pursue his career, and while the relationship is not officially over, he has ventured past the point of no return. While the initial moments of the song are sung from Eden's point of view, prior to each chorus, we hear the line, Looking back, I almost thought I heard you say, which shifts the perspective of the song to that of the girl he left. In the chorus we just heard, this girl asked him to stay, singing the telling line, Why your words gotta mean so much to them, and they mean nothing to me. This line makes it clear that she doesn't understand why he would pursue his career over their relationship, something consistent with the lover line of take care. Following Wake Up's chorus, his partner berates him, claiming that his leaving is short-sighted, that he has no B-plan. We should note that this passage, much like Take Care, has distortion placed on the vocals, which emulates the sound of shouting and or a voice coming through a phone. Given the similar subject matter and tone of these two passages, I believe that we now have both sides of the conversation. This verse is followed with a line that switches back to Eden's perspective, and you'll feel better when you wake up, taking off your makeup, the sun always seems to wash our fears away. This suggests that the argument of wake up took place the night before, something that is reminiscent of Take Care's line, that night was a dream. With this connection between Take Care and Wake Up established, we can more effectively understand the situation and the context of the couple's arguing. We can also see that this relationship will not last, but at this point in Vertigo's narrative, that conclusion has yet to be reached. I believe that Wake Up and Take Care share far too many similarities to not be discussing the same events, and I think that understanding this connection expands the complexity of both songs, as we can properly empathize with both sides of the story. While we want Eden to pursue his career, he clearly understands that this choice will put his relationship in turmoil, akin to him being unfaithful and taking a lover. Through this comparison, we can also understand why this girl would not want him to leave, which makes for a morally ambiguous situation. With all of this, let's now return to Take Care. The post-chorus continues with the line, Don't need what you're giving me. This can be taken by itself, suggesting that he doesn't need this girl's affection, but the following line, More than what you think, can change this thought to, You're giving me more than what you think. The alteration here suggests that he is happy with her love in moderation, but that in large amounts it becomes too much, too overbearing. This double reading of the line presents two conflicting mindsets that Eden has, which prevent him from leaving his relationship. As discussed in our analysis of the lover line and the connection to wake up, 
We can see that the girl's love is accepted and reciprocated when distributed appropriately, but now it has expanded, to the point where it prevents him from pursuing his aspirations. This thought is further expanded upon by the final lines of the post-chorus, Love ain't love if it ain't rough, but you're screaming. This is to say that although one can expect a fair share of hardship in a relationship, they have both created an environment that is far too volatile to be inhabited. The second verse returns to a calmer state than the post-chorus's phone call, returning to the morning after where Eden is further removed from the argument. This shift bears resemblance to the line from Wake Up, You'll feel better when you wake up, the sun always seems to wash our fears away. This line claims that the morning after their argument, both parties will wake up and forget why they were so mad the night before, consistent with Take Care's next line, I've said it all, I thought maybe you'd believe me, cause I don't. This line shows Eden beginning to backtrack from the stance that he held the night before, saying that he didn't mean what he said. His words got lost in translation. Despite this, he hopes that the girl does believe what he said, suggesting that he wishes she would pull the plug on their relationship so that he doesn't have to. Eden goes on to say that this backtracking is becoming cliché, meaning that it is becoming unoriginal as he does it so often, showing that this is not the first time the couple has been in this position. Underneath these main vocals, the trajectory of their relationship becomes clear, as there is another verse that seems to echo the main one. Listen again. Though these words can be nearly impossible to hear, you'll have to trust me when I say that the first line reads, Daydream of Knights, Sin, and Saviors. These words are ambiguous, but given our perspective on the line, I've got a lover, we could interpret them as Eden daydreaming about his life as a musician. Eden speculated upon this rock star lifestyle in his music before, in the previously mentioned Rock and Roll from the I Think You Think Too Much of Me EP. In this song, he wished to become a savior to people through his music, but this came at the cost of being inevitably engrossed in the nightlife of sin that accompanies the lives of so many that find great success. The next line reads, I saw a light at the end, a reference to the saying, I saw a light at the end of the tunnel. This speaks to a belief that the hardship he has endured is nearing its end, implying either a solution to the couple's problems or that their relationship is nearly over. This thought is continued into the next line, and who am I supposed to be now, showing that the confusion and anger of this relationship has left him feeling lost, to the point that he doesn't know who he'll be when he enters the light. The final line then makes clear what Eden hopes lies at the end of the tunnel, when, in contrast to the complex storm that has been this relationship so far, he sings the simple line, it's ending. While the statement is seemingly conclusive, the two conflicting mindsets of the song continue, as we are presented with yet another contradiction by the sobering bridge. And if I could forget you, you know I would be 
I can't help myself from feeling all this is wasted on me And I love the rain But I can't live in a storm I got where to go So learning to grow Here Eden gives insight as to why it is so difficult for him to break off his relationship with this person, as he doesn't think he would be able to forget her and all that she's done for him. The following line, I can't help myself from feeling all this is wasted on me, furthers this thought, as he believes that all she gives him is being wasted as he does not appreciate it as much as somebody else could. Both of these thoughts shift the onus of the relationship struggles from her to him, as he feels as though she is giving him everything but he is coming up short. To explain this dynamic further, Eden utilizes the metaphor of weather, a beautiful summation of what this relationship has become. He sings, I love the rain, but I can't live in a storm. This is to say that the love the two shared was once replenishing and fresh, just as light rain may be, but the same love has now devolved into a storm, a metaphor for their continuous arguing, which is making for an inhospitable environment. Eden's memory of this better time is likely why he is still trying to make things work, because perhaps he can weather the storm and return to the rain once more. The romanticization of the rain is heightened when the sample of a crowd shouting love follows the word rain. Taken from a recording during the Future Bound tour that accompanied the I Think You Think Too Much of Me EP, the same sample will ultimately be used in Vertigo's penultimate track, Love Not Wrong, Brave. As we will come to discover in our full deconstruction of that song, the sample represents the ideal version of love that Eden truly needs. By featuring this sample in this passage, the rain is shown to be the kind of love that Eden should strive to obtain, while simultaneously showing how far the current storm has strayed from its conception. Recognizing this dynamic, the final lines makes it clear that Eden no longer has the rain with this girl, but rather, he has more to come and is still learning to grow. He could be more. What were you thinking that night was a dream? At the top of your lungs, I hear you screaming, no sleep. And I know you don't mean a thing, I just get lost in translation. So, how much is enough gonna take? To close out the song, the chorus repeats but with a few notable alterations. Instead of, I hear you scream in your sleep, the line is changed to, I hear you screaming, no sleep. By altering this line, it is clear that Eden is getting closer to declaring enough. As noted previously, Wake Up features the line, and you'll feel better when you wake up, the sun always seems to wash our fears away, which we interpreted to mean that when one has been removed from the midst of an argument, the fiery passion that they had for the problems at hand begin to dissipate. Because Eden cannot fall asleep in the first place, however, he cannot wake up and consequently forget his reason for anger, instead leaving it to continue building. This line could also serve as a metaphor for Eden not being able to go all in on pursuing music while in this relationship. Because she is screaming, he is not able to sleep, and thus, he is not able to dream. In this moment, the full weight of Eden's situation sets in, as we can empathize with the reasons he wants to stay but we also know that living in the eye of this storm can lead to nothing but destruction. All of this is why the final two lines of Take Care are so troubling, as Eden sings, 
In this iteration of the chorus, there are two additional lines, I got a lifetime to wait, and seconds can't bury me. The first, I got a lifetime to wait, brings the song's narrative to a conclusion, showing that despite his unhappiness, Eden has not decided to break off this relationship. Instead, he will procrastinate the end and live in this storm, because he has the rest of his life to find the perfect moment to say enough. The final line, seconds can't bury me, provides a rationale for not breaking up with this girl, as he backtracks, saying that he won't let the relatively short fights or short moments in their relationship lead him to end the whole thing. There are many restrictions being placed upon him because of this connection, but he downplays their significance, brushing them off as brief, fleeting seconds in comparison to the broader scope of his lifetime. While the end of Take Care does not mean the end of this relationship, it is clear that the storm he is living in is unsustainable. Despite recognizing this fact, it would appear that he is not yet strong enough to instigate the breakup. He does not yet possess the ability to say enough. Conclusion Throughout Take Care, we are introduced to a version of Eden from 2015, before he went all in on making music, a version of himself that feels trapped in the confines that his romantic relationship has built. He wishes to pursue his passions, his dreams, his lover, and we gain the sense that all of these words are synonymous with his self-actualization. Eden is trapped in a rain that became a storm, the same storm that was drummed up on the 2015 end credits EP. Through the connections made between Take Care and that EP's climactic song, Wake Up, we come to understand the complexity of the situation and why Eden feels that he cannot leave this relationship. The indecision and contradictions all serve to disorient the listener, preventing them from knowing which way is up. This disorienting feeling of vertigo permeates every corner of the song, making it clear that there is a lot of work that needs to be done before Eden can ever escape the sensation. Now that the story of Take Care has reached its conclusion, let's turn to the first line of Wrong. Take Care makes it clear that Eden could be more, that he could self-actualize, but it is this drive that is coming into tension with his relationship. Understanding this dynamic prompts one essential question. Does Eden have the strength to break free of these constraints? Throughout the song, this question was met with two different answers. One which wanted to try and make things work, another that wanted to pursue the lover. This duality between a side of Eden that wishes to end the relationship and another that wants to see it through with this girl will carry through to the next track, Start End, where the story of Vertigo continues to unfold. In this song, we will come to see the two conflicting patterns of Take Care act as the catalyst for two battling forces of the mind. This bout of self-reflection fully envelops us, further introducing us to the tensions that permeate Eden's internal world, in order to answer the question, isn't there more? But that's something that we will have to dig into next time on Album Archaeology.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Album Archaeology. The intro and outro music was created by Drew Kostinak. If you want to look into any of the sources I drew on today, you can find all of them linked in the description, and you can find me on social media by looking up Album Arc Pod. I'll talk to you next time.